What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, the host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, Miss Mimi Shoneman. I know we have you on the line. Hello, Mimi. How's it going today? Good morning, my friend. Hello, hello, hello. Good to hear your voice. Um, also with us in studio today, looking incredibly festive. It's giving me joy. Mr. Phil Olson. What's going on, Phil? Ho, ho, ho. Yes, you got your Santa hat going on. Got the Santa hat going on. We're going to have fun. Yes, yes. And I, uh, I, I want to get your NMLS numbers out of the way, please, Phil. NMLS 238103, company NMLS 3029, Cross Country Mortgage. We appreciate everything that you do over there at Cross Country Mortgage. I also want to say congratulations. I know you moved into your new offices about a month ago so well done got that done i heard that you even got like the painting up on the wall all the stuff totally decorated Mm -hmm. it's it's a very woodsy feel we've we've got hunting stuff up we've got we've got fish pictures up i mean it's it's like me going to the cabin every morning, but my clients love it. It's beautiful. Okay. And Mimi, I need to say thank you, especially because last week I busted you out on something. Uh, so last week when Mimi was in studio, I was like, hey, man, what happened? Because she had been texting me uh, earlier about getting me some cheese curds at oh. Ellsworth. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, hey, were you just teasing? Where were my cheese curds? And she had them for me. They were supposed to be a surprise, and I just ruined it by asking. Uh, but hold but on she here. Gave they them were cold, though. No. But they're frozen. That's the whole point. They're frozen. They're frozen. And then they're frozen breaded cheese curds. And so you take them home and you have to self fry them. And I am incredibly out of practice frying things. Fried foods are not in my normally day to day thing. So I sent Mimi some pictures. The first batch, a little crispy, a little crispy. But the second (laughs) batch, (laughs) the second batch came out wonderful. So thank you very much, Ms. Shoneman. I appreciate it. So do you put ranch dressing on your. I'm sorry about the. The added weight game. No, no, don't apologize. <laughs> That's my choice. You are helping me live my best life. I'm fine. Hey, listen, I have got my own bag of cheese curds. <laughs> so. Well, what did you do? Because yeah. here's the difference, though, too, is that you are successfully relationship. So at least you get to share it with another human being. I'm in the house <laughs> by myself. My son and my cat don't want them. So, so well, I have more to, for you. Yes. Yeah, so I've had to, I've had to, it, it's good for me. I'm very accomplished at portion control. So I had a few and then I put the rest in the freezer, which goes back to what you were saying, Phil. It works out. They're frozen. I don't have to make the whole bag. But are you putting ranch dressing on them? You know, I'm not, you know, I'm more of, a, I like spicy things. So uh. it's been a little more like I got a little hot sauce going on. Does that, mm. you know, that that's more my aesthetic. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, but I'm enjoying them. So thank you very much. The next Mimi. batch will be buffalo, so <laughs> you won't have to spice them up. And then you can just dip them. Oh, very very nice. So I know we've gotten everybody hungry out there, but we also want to make sure that we give them some great information, and we want to take their calls. And I want to uh, let everyone who's listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show know we are close to a very very happy milestone thanks to everybody who has called in throughout the years and thanks to our friend phil olson who's with us today from cross country mortgage because phil graciously agreed to earlier this year for every call that we've gotten on the red hot real estate show you agreed to give 25 dollars to the american cancer society an organization that's very near and dear to your heart um and so all of our callers who have been calling in just to get some information that they need something that they were sitting there weighing this information on in their mind they have done a great job of calling in and phil we are what 
eight calls away from what? We have taken 192 calls mm-hmm. through the course of the year. Right now, we are short approximately about two hundred dollars wow eight more calls we will hit five thousand dollars and mimi and i are going to go to the american cancer society in january and present them with a really really big check right so we would love to get to that we have two shows left with phil so you have an opportunity to call and just get something that maybe you were sitting around going it'd be great to have an expert explain this to me if they're noodling on anything just just noodling thinking hypothesizing, mm-hmm. call us. Right, and the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Whether it's specifically about what we're covering today or not, today is a great day to call and just get it out there. Get it taken care of. Because we're going to cover some things, and I know both of you love to hit this topic, because we want to make sure that people are the best prepared to get the mortgage and the home that they are trying to bid on, right? So we are trying to make sure they have the right information. So you guys are going to share some information that will kill the deal. That's <laughs> what we're going to do. Uh, in other words, it'll put coal in your stockings <laughs> above your chimney. Right. So if you want Santa to stay on your side, you want to make sure that you do not do the things that we are going to come up today. Right, Mimi? A hundred percent. So let me just share a little bit of stats with you guys. So the National Association of Realtors said that nationwide we've got 2.5 months of inventory. And a normal market has between five and six months of inventory. That's nationwide. Here in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities metro, we only have 1.6 months of homes for sale. That's down 36%. Last year at this time, we had two and a half months, which is now what the national average is. So when buyers are very, very particular, I want you to ask yourself a question. What's more important to you, to have it just like you want it or to have a house at all? Right. Phil? Uh, I would totally agree with you. I mean, uh, people buying houses today... If your expectations of everything you've got to have is at a level 10, good luck on that one. Right. Really good luck on that one. I would say if you can if you can knock eight out of the 10 things off your wish list, and if, if you find that property that knocks those eight out of 10, you've got to be ready to jump on it. You've got to be ready to move. You've got to be motivated. You've got to be working with that real estate agent, be it Mimi and myself. Mm-hmm. And position yourself for a successful sale. Right. Otherwise, it really it kills. Otherwise, I'm sorry to say, you're going to get some more coal right. in your stocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we don't want coal in anybody's stocking, no. right, Phil? No, not at all. <laughs> right. So there's lots of things that are going on. Phil, let's talk a little bit more about the COVID effect on mortgages right now. Yeah, we're, we're seeing a little bit more of a lockdown on the COVID side, mm-hmm. uh, specifically for those clients that are self-employed. And what I'm talking about are your 1099, those are your contract workers, your S-Corp, your C-Corp, your your LLCs. Miss Shannon, yes, can you pipe in there? Do you fit in that category? Yes, I do. And it is a matter of a lot of us, because we are diversified, are still working. But you just have to prepare yourself to be able to explain why you are still working. Correct. So I really, like, when I, in my process, it was like, 
I really had to be able to go, no, here's all the checks that I've deposited, which normally you wouldn't want to deposit a bunch of things because it throws everything off. But I had to be able to prove, nope, I'm still getting paid. Mm -hmm. Well, here's where the changes have come into effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now they're wanting what's called an audited profit and loss statement that's coming directly from your your accountant showing what the income or the revenue that you've got being generated over the last quarter or the last two quarters. And if you don't have a, an accountant and say you're doing your books on your own, right? then we're going to use three months of the business bank statements okay. to reflect the revenue that's coming in. So, so if, you're, if you're in like, a, like, if you're like me, like an independent contractor, or yep. it's technically an LLC, it's okay if I've been doing all my own accounting on QuickBooks. I just need to be able to go here's where it's run into this it. one. Okay, so gotcha. let me give you a quick example. Let's say your revenue was a hundred thousand dollars last year. Right. Your overall profit was sixty thousand. Yes. We need to be able to see in a quarter's time that your revenue was twenty five thousand dollars. That's so a quarter. That we're tracking. So that well, you want to make sure we're tracking what we had before. You should be where you were before because in a COVID environment, depending on the business that you're in. Your business could either be up right. or it could be non-existence. Sorry, Down, non-existent. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where the problem comes in. That's probably the biggest change we've seen. Right. Well, I think that completely makes sense. And again, I want to remind everyone that they can be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show by calling us at 651-641-1071, which brings us to our first caller of the day. Nicole, thank you very much for calling and being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You also get us one step closer to that $5,000 check that Phil and Mimi would like to donate on behalf of all of our My Talkers and themselves to the American Cancer Society. So what are your questions for Phil and Mimi, Nicole? I have a couple if there are time. I'm sorry, my two-year-old's in the background. Hopefully he's not we, too loud. We, we love totally two-year-olds, right. We, yeah, we love two-year-olds. Don't worry about it, Nicole. <laughs> Good. Um, my first question is my spouse and I are looking to buy in the spring, and we are checking out houses quite vigorously, and we're finding that the first ring suburb so we're at like Invergrove Heights and Egan we're just not getting a lot of house for how much we'd like to spend so we're looking to move even further out of the city so I'm wondering if you have any recommendations on maybe booming outer city suburbs that you might recommend one that we've looked at is as far as Owatonna and we found some promising stuff there but anything closer would be nice well, I guess that's a, an excellent question because we're seeing a lot of people that are moving out of the first ring suburbs for sure for the very reasons that you've stated. So I always start by asking my clients, you know, where do you work and, you know, is commutability important? How far are you willing to drive, Phil? I'll give you a great uh, website you can go to that would help you. And that would be the USDA. It's the Rural Development Housing website. Believe it or not, you'll see a map there. And the map will show you in the in the 13-county metro area, it will show you if a house can be bought on a rural development. Now, the one thing you're going to find out is that's a ring. Okay. That's a ring. Okay. Once you get outside that ring, you're going to find out. You're going to get 20% more home at the same price. Oh. Gotcha. Nicole, I tell you what, I, you know, I have had so many success stories with with Western Wisconsin right now, um, and then you get out towards Lakeville, Otsego. Um, mm-hmm. It just really depends on like what your needs are, but we can we can show you properties that 
are going to match more like what you were hoping for in the first rings. Right. But, um, you know, just leave your your information with our producer, Sonny, and we can get back with you, Phil. And, Nicole, wait, I, I am sorry that I have to stop. Nicole, you said you had one more question, right? I do if there's time. Nicole, Please. there is time. I would love to get back to you, but we do have to go to break really quick. So, Nicole, can you hold on for us? Are you and your two-year-old patient enough to give me a second to run these commercials? Yes. Perfect. All right, Nicole, you hold on. Awesome. Phil, you hold on. Mimi, you hold on. We will be right back. We appreciate everybody listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. We'll return soon. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Also reminding you, we love to answer your questions courtesy of our friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and, of course, Phil Olson, Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. So you can always call in at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Just like our friend Nicole. Nicole, I want to tell you, I appreciate you and your patience, but even more than that, Nicole. I appreciate the patience of your two-year-old and allowing us. That is that is that is a great skill that your two-year-old. Hopefully, hopefully, it works to your benefit, <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> for him to hear you talk. So oh, yeah. that does it. <laughs> well, hello, kiddo. We appreciate you. So be nice to your mom. She sounds like a lovely person. So, Nicole, I think we got through your first question. We did go into a break, and in that break, uh, Phil did have some additional information. So, Nicole, we were talking about getting you more house for your money. You were talking about how in the first ring suburbs, it really didn't feel like you were getting enough house. So the suggestion from both Phil and Mimi were to go a little farther out. And, Phil, you brought up those USDA home programs. And so you had some additional information on that, right? No, just not because it's a USDA home loan program. There might be other programs out there that will drive down your monthly payment. And if it drives down your monthly payment, that gives you more purchasing power. Mm -hmm. So we think... So, Nicole, what was your second question? My second question is, so I've already gone through the pre pre-approval process to just get an idea of what we're looking at. Um, so we've started there, which has been helpful. But my question is, how many mortgage companies would you recommend reaching out to? And sorry, Phil, this might be kind of an awkward question. That's okay. <laughs> I hear it all the time. I was thinking that through the whole break, but <laughs> I don't know how many companies you would recommend going through. I actually work for a bank, so there's some employee benefits for me to go through them, but I don't I still don't know if that would even be the best choice. Um, I've I've I found out that a lot of these employee benefit programs don't normally surpass what I'm able to do for the client, believe it or not. And I'm being very honest with you. I would recommend you at least talking to two mortgage companies. All right. Um, talk to a bank, but then talk to make sure you're talking to a correspondent lender like myself that has access to 70, 80 plus lenders. That way I'm shopping you versus 80 lenders versus you shopping through one bank. It makes a huge difference, Nicole. Sorry, what's that? It makes a huge difference. I've worked with many, many employees of banking institutions, and when they see what Phil can offer, they're blown away. Okay. Normally, if you're not a, a high up executive in the bank, I'm normally blowing the pants off of the competition, sorry to say. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the middle, so I'm not, I'm not like that high. Fair enough. Um, I used to have that kind of job where I went, when I worked at the bank, it was the same thing, Nicole. I was kind of in the middle. 
It, yeah. It wasn't terrible, but it was in the middle. So, yeah. Nicole, I think one of the things they've mentioned before is there's a it's it's okay to shop around. There's just a point where it's going. It might be in your best interest to do it within a particular time frame because of the way that it it, it looks at your credit. Is that still the case, Phil? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like I, we have a child due in early March, so I don't want to do it right after she's born. But we're kind of ballparking for May. So, what what would be your recommendation to kind of get that rolling? Like I said, we started the pre-approval process, so I have an idea. But I would start in January because. Once I analyze your credit, there might be some opportunities to improve your scores uh, across the board for either you or your spouse. And that's also going to help you get a lower interest rate, lower mortgage insurance. I mean, there's so many different things that I'm going to look at to try to increase your your loan quality, which then is going to drive down your mortgage payment. And, you know, I'm, I'm recommending people to get out there and get active as soon as they're qualified, not to wait until May when the competition is going to be more fierce because we're only 1.6 months of inventory. That's almost non-existent. So you will do far better looking in the cold months when other people are putting it on hold. Does that make sense? True. True. The arrival of our child is what's kind of dictating our timeline. Understanding, totally understand. but I mean, I I get it, and but you know, as someone who also works on the bomb show with uh, the folks from Health Foundation, your baby will be your baby, so you might as well <laughs> plan on moving them around at, around your health and what can do. And so, some of these things, you're sitting at home waiting to have the baby anyway, so you might as well let Phil go, Phil and Mimi go to work for you. So, well, <laughs> not only that, work. you know, we we'll have conversations about safety, right? Um, safety for you and your baby Um, because you know with COVID and everything the last thing I want is an expecting mom to get sick so um, we we certainly want to talk about what's in your best interest Phil you uh you hit it right on the right on the head well Nicole you got us you got us another bump closer to uh hitting that five thousand dollars and we appreciate you definitely definitely (laughs) That's what pushed me over the edge to give you a call. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you. Yes, and thank you to your kiddo. We appreciate them. (laughs) They are wonderful, wonderful mini human beings. Thanks. Would you mind one more time sharing that website, the U.S. I keep wanting to say USDA. It is the USDA Rural Development website, and guess what? You can call me. Give me a call Monday, 651-238-6748. I can actually shoot you the exact URL of the website, and then I can show you how it exactly works. And that will that will definitely help you with your search. Right. Well, let Phil do all the work for you. Sounds like you have enough stuff going on, Nicole. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, Nicole. You guys are giving some great information today. And Phil and Mimi, when we get back, I know we want to go into this a little deeper, but I believe you also have a story you want to share, right? When we oh, come absolutely. Back? Got a great story. All right. So everybody out there, we appreciate you being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You can call in as well. That number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Not only get your question answered, but also gets us one close, one step closer to that fantastic 5000 donation to the American Cancer Society. So thanks for being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also, Mr. Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. We encourage you to be like our previous caller. Call in, be part of the show, get some questions answered at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And Mimi, I know we started the conversation where we were talking about some things that would uh, kill that deal and get some uh, coal in your stocking as we move into the holidays. So I think we're going to start with a story from you, right? Absolutely. So there's just something that Phil and I both want to stress. You don't want coal anywhere near your situation going into a deal. Okay. So I personally worked with a client. It's been several years now. And they were using a down payment assistance program. Okay. So they were only going to have to bring $1,000 of their own money into the transaction. And everything was going so, so good until they decided that they were going to drive for Uber. Okay. And so why is that bad? Because making more money is always good, correct? Yeah, you think so. No, not if there's income guidelines. So, unfortunately, they made a few extra hundred dollars, but what they did is they shot themselves in the foot and lost $10,000 in down payment assistance money. We almost couldn't get the house, but thankfully we figured out a way. But that was so nip and tuck that you never want to do anything like that, taking on new jobs. Always, always, always ask your loan officer if it's a wise idea. Right. Right, Phil? There does seem to be lots of those scenarios, Phil, that you bring up before where it seems counterintuitive. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm going to tell a story, but that, based on what Mimi's talking about, that's called your income level restrictions. Okay. So they probably made more money than the guideline program allowed for. Right. And the program is designed for those that are of a lesser income. Correct. So I'm going to I'm gonna go into my story, and it, it, it's parallel to Mimi's. Okay. But here's my little different spin. Right. Client decides to sell a vehicle after holding it for 10 months. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. They want to reduce their debt. Mm-hmm. Client was approved for a Minnesota housing loan okay. as well, which was going to close in three months. Yes. Here's the problem. The client only had three active trade lines on their credit. Including that or? Okay. Including that gotcha. one. Gotcha. Okay. And by them paying it off, they only had two active trade lines. Mm-hmm. They no longer qualified for the $12,000 oh, okay. because they didn't have enough credit. Yes. Now, the good news is I was able to convert the loan over to an FHA loan. Okay. But they lost $12,000 in down payment assistance. Wow. And thank God for Grandma. Mm-hmm. Grandma stepped up to the plate and helped them with gifted funds. Right. But there's a situation where I, I just tell people they don't think. Yes. Because they don't know. Right. Because they don't work in the business. Mm-hmm. That's so where, what they're doing seems to make sense. Why well, would they, I, I guess what? Get if I'm going to get rid of the debt, guess what? It's going to help my credit. Yeah. Right. And so, so I think we're both saying, what you're both saying is, let's go ahead and make sure that we take, think long-term strategy. And to be able to do that, it does help to have a professional that can go, if you move this puzzle piece, this other one won't fit. Do nothing. Okay. That's what I tell these people. Do <laughs> nothing. hard. I know. Keep your life <laughs> quiet. And if you're going to do something, 
you call Mimi or you call me and you go, this is what we're thinking. Right. And I'll tell you, yes or no. So, Phil, we're in the middle of the holiday season right now. Okay, let's talk about debt to income. Let's talk about what putting a lot of, of purchases on your credit card during the holidays. If somebody's in the middle of a real estate transaction, what do you recommend they do right now this time of year? Well, one, I would recommend that they're using the money out of their savings account or out of their checking account that has no bearing on their down payment that they're bringing to the table. Keep in mind, anytime you start using your credit cards, you're going to affect a couple different things. One, the balance is going to go up. Okay. But guess what? You've got a credit limit. Now that's going to affect the utilization rate. Okay. And as the utilization rate goes up, guess what happens to credit score? It goes goes down. down. Mm -hmm. So an example of that is I got a $1,000 credit card. I owe $300, but now I decide to go buy gifts for the kids. I max it out at $700, and oh, by the way, your credit score tanks 40 to 50 points because you just maxed out the credit card. Mm -hmm. And before that, you were at a 700 credit score conventional. Yes. Now you're a 640, and now I'm telling the consumer, oh, by the way, your interest rate is going to go up one full percentage point on a conventional loan, or we have to flip the loan to to an FHA loan, and they go, but I'm putting 20% down. And my butt is, but... But use the credit card. Right. And now we have to either pay it down right away and do a rapid rescore, mm-hmm. or we have to flip programs. Right. Well, let me put my spin on the FHA piece about that as a real estate professional. So, you know, that doesn't sound like such a big deal to be flipped to an FHA program. However, there are lots of properties out there that don't allow for FHA financing. The seller gets to choose what type of financing they will accept. So if the seller says, oh, my goodness, I've got peeling paint on the outside of the, of the house and I didn't have time to get that fixed before winter, that house will not qualify for FHA. Gotcha. Still? And so speaking of questions and speaking specifically of questions on behalf of sellers, I want to make sure we go to the phone reminding everybody you can be part of the show by calling 651-641-1071 because we do have Mary on the line. And Mary, I believe you have a question on selling your home. Is that correct? I do. Okay, Hi, Mary. Go ahead. Hi. So I'm going, I sold my house. Um, I bought it two years ago and I made a great profit on it. But unfortunately, I didn't do it contingent of finding the home. So I need to be out on the 15th of January. I'm wondering because every house I'm looking at and I put offers on, they come back and they want me to pay so much more than it's worth because that's where the market is at and I'm just sick I can't do that I feel like I can't pay that much for some of these homes do you think the market is going to like these houses are going to go down is the market going to decrease stay the same or is it going to go up I would Uh, go ahead I'm telling you there's no evidence that the prices are going to go down there's just not enough inventory, and so supply and demand dictates that, that the prices will continue to go up. In fact, it's already gone up 12.5%. We're sitting at 315000 as the median in October. Wow. So there's, there's just no prediction that we can see uh, of it getting any better. So what I usually advise my clients to do is to not look at the very top of what you qualify for. 
No, you need I to look below that. that price point because you're going to need some wiggle room in order to make a, a highest and best offer, Phil. I totally agree. You know, when okay. when a client is telling me that their their maximum is three hundred, I'm going to tell them then we're not looking at houses above two eighty, okay? Because that gives that that twenty thousand dollars wiggle room. Uh, I think yeah. this is another scenario where if this client potentially maybe looks outside of her area and maybe is willing to get out a little bit further with maybe a little bit longer drive time, that might work for you as well. Okay. And that is what I can't do. That's where I'm moving from. I'm moving from further out back to where I want to be. Gotcha. And um, the price, the houses are going so fast. So I I do have wiggle room. Mm Mm-hmm. I do have that. I'm going through um, my credit union. Would it be smart to talk to you? I would tell you there's union... no downside. There's no downside to you doing that. It's going to cost you nothing. And if I'm able to get you a, a better program, maybe lower mortgage insurance, maybe a lower interest rate, well, guess what? Then that's going to free up your ability to potentially make a larger offer at the same price. Yeah. And Mary, uh, from a, a real estate professional's perspective, uh, you, you know, I love banking with a credit union, and I do. However, those loan officers do not work weekends. When I need to get so far, I'm just speaking for me, if I need to get a hold of a credit union loan officer on a weekend when you have decided <laughs> you want to make an offer, it has been very difficult. Yeah. And that right. can make your deal. So you need to have a real serious conversation with your credit union loan officer to say, I I need your cell phone. I need to be able to get a hold of you if I need to make an offer on the weekend and have that dialogue. If I have a pre-approval, why would I need to get a hold of them on the weekend? Because when we're making offers, the pre-approval letter needs to state the house that you're making the offer on. Oh. It's got to state that the the offer. It's got to state what type of program. It's got to state how much down you're putting down, how much earnest money you're putting down, and all of those items I just mentioned to you. If you're working with me, we can be tweaking at eight o'clock at night, preparing our offer based on what's going on in that property. Your offer is going to be contingent based on what is happening with that specific property. How long has it been on the MLS? How many other offers are you competing against? What What is the feedback we're receiving or what is the feedback that Mimi's receiving from that listing agent? And then you're partnering with me at early in the morning, weekend, Sunday night. Right. It doesn't make a difference. Our job is to get you the house. All yeah. right? And that's where yeah. you really want to work with that professional who's going to be there and give you that time you need to basically position yourself in in the best position for success. Okay. And and when so you when you when you find yourself Mary in multiple offers, the reputation of the loan officer and the loan officer's company does go into consideration with a lot of sellers. They're going to say, "Well, what do you know about this particular company? Do they close on time? Are they responsive?" Um, you know, what are the chances that this particular company is not going to bring me to the closing line? Let's say you need to close in 30 days. Well, you want to work with a company that's got a good reputation that will close on time. 
if the if your realtor knows that that's not the case with a particular company, they'll tell you. You know, I've had experience with this company and they didn't perform, and the communication was bad. So yeah. it, it is important who you put on your team. And Mary, yeah. I think you had a follow up as well. So go ahead, Mary. A follow up. Um, a follow up question. It sounds like you were going to say something, so I wanted to make sure you had a chance to get that in. Uh, I think I may have forgotten. Okay, so fair how enough. do I get? Well, I guess so. I have a pre approval right now through my credit union. I don't really know. All these documents come online, and you're pressing a, a button to auto sign them. I don't know how. If I talk to you, what's the difference? I well, mean, the, the difference I, is 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 I'm going to be able to send you that letter. It's going to be uh, property specific. So it's how good. soon could this be done? How quickly can I have you pre-approved? Yeah. In an hour. Okay. So huh. can you do it on a Sunday? Absolutely. I need, like, I need this tonight. You need this I tonight? Am, uh, you fill out the application. Go to www.callcallphilolson.com. I'll work it up tonight, and I'll call you tonight. How do you like that? S-O-N? O-L-S-O-N. O-L-O-S-N. O-L-S-O-N. So it's com. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to do that. So you don't advise moving to an apartment for a while to see if the market drops. I'm not, not advising it because right now your average lot cost is $125,000. Your, your minimum build cost is one twenty-five, and you're not finding any new build homes for two fifty or less in the metro. All right. So the problem is, is all the millennials out there are buying houses right now, but their 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 credit is full of student loans, so yeah. they can only qualify for between two hundred and three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and and that's why there's no inventory. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Push so through. Frustrating. They're going to help through you the out. pain, Mary. And I know we have your information, Mary. We appreciate your call. It sounds like Phil okay. and Mimi are going to be able to help you out. So they'll contact you after the show. Does that sound like a good place to start, that Mary? Great. Thank Perfect. you so much. You're and, welcome. And I appreciate both of you. We do need to go to break so we can come back and do our final segment. Don't worry. We're going to have more information for everyone out there. And a great time for you to call is now and today. It's 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Okay, Ms. Shoneman, you're not necessarily a Grinch, but you do have some information on what people should not do. You have some 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 stories out there about that uh, that'll get some coal put in their stockings, right? Oh man, so much coal! I just want to tell you right now how funny Phil looks with a Santa hat and uh, headphones. <laughs> I think he looks very festive. You know, if Santa was a DJ, and I do know some, so I know this Santa is probably a very versatile, versatile person. So I'm sure every once in a while he does throw down at the turntables. If Santa was okay. a DJ, Phil, that's what yeah. you would look like. You awesome. know, so we encourage you awesome. also to be part of the show. We've had some great calls today reminding you that it also leans towards that donation that Phil is making to the American Cancer Society. So you can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. So Mimi, go ahead. I know you had a story that you wanted to share with us. Yeah, so this show is really designed around mistakes. Right, right. <laughs> Okay, Mm -hmm. and we're a little tongue-in-cheek because it's the holidays. Yes. But these are some real stories that really do happen. So 
let's just say that you decided to buy a house, Ms. Shannon. Yes. And who is the most trusted person in your world right now? Uh, my mom. There you go. Mm-hmm. Everybody says it. Yes. So mom has decided she's going to gift you your down payment. And you are so excited, and you write the offer, and the offer gets accepted. And mom gets cold feet after you've already gone through the whole inspection period. Mm -hmm. And then you're a first-time homebuyer, and you've never bought a home before, and all of a sudden you're in massive panic. What are you going to do? How are you going to work this out? Well, in the long run, mom came too. But mom might not have been able to come to. Let's just say that mom lost her job in, in real and that mom couldn't anymore do it. Right. So, Phil, what is your advice for folks getting gift funds from uh, an approved person? Well, what I like to do is I like to be able to talk with the gifter personally. I also like to question them as to where the money is coming from. Lastly, are they willing to provide me the documentation that they're going to need to provide to show where the gifted funds are coming from due to the fact that there's multiple federal regulations regarding gifted funds? Okay. Uh, Great example is uh, you have a mother that's going to gift funds from an estate. Well, guess what? She's listed in the estate, but she's not the primary person in the estate. And what happens if there's somebody else in the estate that says no? Well, now those funds can't be gifted. Then so, and so okay, go ahead, Mimi. Sorry. So, Phil, during during what process do you start that gift letter dialogue with the the gift the giftor? I would say I probably start that within the week process once I've determined where the money's coming from. Right. So, from the real estate perspective, um, I would say that if you're planning on getting gift funds from somebody that it's in your best interest to get that locked down immediately and certainly before your inspection period is over um, because you're, in a, you're a little bit in a predicament uh, and really not in control of the situation until it's, it's in the lender's hands, correct, Phil? That's correct. Okay. So that's my story. Phil, what's your happy story? I got a happy story. We got we got to end the show with a happy story. A little bit on behalf right? of the holidays. That's save, fantastic. Save of the month. Okay. All right. I try to bring one of these up every now and then. Client is buying a home for four hundred and seventy thousand, but is in a multiple offer situation with two other buyers. Okay. They are contingent upon their home being sold first. That is what they wanted to do. Right. But if they make an offer, more than likely, it's not going to be accepted, and that's what the agent said. They then called me to find out this is their dream home. Okay. They've been looking for this a long time. All right. So I came up with a solution. I reworked their whole loan in about an hour's time. Okay. Turned them into a buy first, sell second. Yes. I then contacted one of my lenders here locally for a bridge loan. Be okay. it we're going to borrow money. From their current home to use as a down payment for 10%. We then retooled the pre-approval to make them a non-contingent offer. Okay. Meaning it was not contingent on the sale of their home. We presented the offer. We got the offer accepted. Get a load of the following. We then listed their home. Yes. We got their whole home sold in 48 hours. Congratulations And we negotiated the sale date of their home 
to be on the same date of their purchase. So guess what? We didn't need to even use the bridge loan. We had the proceeds from the sale. So here's a situation where the client is able to move into their home first. Yes. Sell their home second. But on the fly, the agent and I were able to tweak things as we worked through the process and it made everything fall into place for the client. And that sounds fantastic. I mean, it kind of brings up the situation we had with our caller earlier, Mary, where she was able to sell her home, but now hasn't been able to find a new home that she's happy with mm-hmm. yet. And and that seems like something that you and Mimi, you're getting that scenario often, right, Mimi, where they're going, well, how I, I want to sell my home, but how do I know I'm going to be able to find another place to live? That is the the million-dollar question. Right. With that low inventory, we are just always strategizing. Right. Um, You know, I'm talking with Phil multiple times saying, okay, let's put our heads together. Let's figure out, you know, what can this particular client do? Uh, Phil and I had a a recent uh, transaction together where, you know, a a client of ours pulled some money from a teacher's fund um, in, in a bridge. And so we were able to do that, and then I found a buyer for their house, and then we put that deal together so everybody was happy. Um, you know, They were able to get the home of their dreams, and we were able to put a buyer into their home, and that's a wonderful thing during COVID. Phil? You know, one of the things, folks, you really need to understand is the team you put around you is extremely, extremely important. Right. In in the type of environment we're in right now, which is a total seller's environment, if you don't have a real estate agent and a mortgage loan officer that are able to think outside of the box and have tons and tons of capabilities, it's with these capabilities and thinking outside the box that we're able to bring deals together and make deals happen and, and fulfill our clients' dreams, whereas instead they just lose the house. Right. That, that doesn't happen with us because we're always thinking, well, what can be done? How can we make this better? What can we do? Well, we did this earlier when our caller was in, but let's make sure that everybody knows how to get a hold of you. So, again, your contact information, Phil? Best way to get a hold of me is 651-238-6748 or phil at callphilolson.com. And Mimi, what's the best way to get in touch with you? You can always reach out either text 651 578 2218 or Mimi at 